You're listening to episode number 172, the Marvel Movie Re-Rank Continued Part 2 Do-Over Top 15, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we basically ran the way the fuck over on time, so we just split it up. So here we go, Part 2, again. Uh, featuring Essentials from Grand Junction and Ballistic from Summit City Brewworks. Is that how you pronounce that? Ballistic? Yeah, okay. Ballistic. Perfect. Your host, Dustin, Saf, and Keith. All right, cool. And I'm pale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, pale's in part of this episode. It was in this episode. It was. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome. This is our part two re-rank continued episode due of our Marvel movie re-ranks. Essentially, the top 15. We kind of missed out on time uh, two weeks ago, so we had to split this bad boy up. Uh, currently, as we said in our list, uh, it's just me, Saf, and Keith, but Pale is actually in the episode, so you'll hear his voice. Uh, we could say he's here, so who can do the best <laughs> Pale impression? Ooh. Hey guys, this is pale. <laughs> I don't know. There it is. Oh, oh, oh. oh wait. On my other computer, I have him uh, from when he sent in his summer movie wager. <laughs> he he sent in a like, little voice clip. <laughs> hey guys, pale here. I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, enough of that. He, he has fatherly duties that he's attending to so he wasn't able to make it to uh the re-record intro of this with the beers so uh hats off to him being a dad it's something hey i guys, won't do this is, Pale, and this is my 2000 <laughs> <laughs> yes oh hi pale welcome <laughs> sweet hey guys this is pale <laughs> oh my <laughs> you just appeared out of nowhere perfect <laughs> and this is my 2009 <laughs> oh, oh shit <laughs> oh that's we just need to do that where we just splice palisms and then or just the, that same audio clip over and over hey guys this is pale <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was just gonna keep playing that but i accidentally hit forward 10 seconds just uh <laughs> Go to back to an, an intro where he's in and just scrap the pale. <laughs> Throw it in every intro. <laughs> okay, so we got beer in front of us. Yes. Beer, beer, beer. Yeah, so... Oh, um, still talking. Oops, stop that. <laughs> I, like, shut my phone down and he still was talking to me. Right. <laughs> All right, so with the, the timing of the recording of this versus the, re uh, the recordings... Uh, previously, and an episode that's going to happen in a couple weeks from now. Uh, we've actually had a lot of discussion on the uh, Indiana in into uh, is it independent or industry relief fund? I guess industry I, relief fund. I guess it ended up the IRF or yeah. So, um, I have the can here, so I was just yeah. reading off of that. We've, we've done that pretty much every episode we've had these on. So, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. Uh, it's to serve those who serve us. The independent relief fund is blah, blah, blah. Down 
you'll hear this several times throughout the podcast. We're going to keep this one brief, though. The Indie Relief Fund's website is IndieIRF.com, and you can use that same at to get them on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow them on on there to figure out beer releases. I'm not going to tease their beer releases because we're we're kind of behind. Uh, at yeah, basically, it's a series of yeah. beers that are to raise profits for the restaurant industry and brewery industry, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do as much as our po- uh, that we can to have them on the show. But like I said, we're, these are definitely shot out of order. Uh, but this one's number two on the list. Uh, yeah, we already drank number three, I think. Yeah, number three. Number You yeah. bought, just bought number four yesterday. Right. Uh, and I am going to be purchasing the number five. Uh, probably this weekend be number five or number two of the liquor. I'll buy that one. Uh, the, the vodka from Sun King, which is very confusing to me because it doesn't seem like it's COVID related. It seems like it's pride related. Yeah, that's what I thought. But it does have the same little uh, industry relief sticker on the neck of the bottle. So yeah. they're somehow connected. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Piggyback. it's like LGBTQ also Plus the industry, really. Yeah. Something. Since it's Pride Month. Yeah. So yeah. I plan on going to Sun King after this and grabbing some stuff, including that bottle. Uh, but anyways, we're, yeah, neither here nor there. Go to that website and do the thing. So let's get to this beer. We have the Essentials in front of us from Grand Junction. Uh, this was number two. I pre-ordered it and got it. And it's been sitting in my refrigerator for a while. Uh, and it is a Pilsner with... Um, 4.6% ABVs and 18 IBUs. And that brings me up to the new, I don't want to say new, we've had this for a while, but the first time that we used it of our beer. Not a lot of 18 beers out there. There's yeah, not a whole lot of 18s, which it doesn't seem like an 18 if you take a sip of it, but we'll get there later. Uh, number 18 is Venom. Uh, first time using it is the first appearance is in Web of Spider-Man comic book number 18. Uh, Untap says made with local Indiana ingredients. 100% of the proceeds from the sales of this beer go back to the IIRF. The entity is dedicated to serve those who serve us by providing economic assistance with the food industry workers that have been dedicated uh, devastated by the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, so nothing about the beer, just about the fund. Okay, cool. I'm not trying to brush off the fund. I'm just trying to you know get through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I donated. Yeah, I donated this fund. So. Yeah, I appreciate what they do. I'd like to know what type of hops and junk they used. I know. It just says Sugar Creek Mall and Crazy Horse Hops, but those are the companies, not the actual varieties. Right. Yeah, definitely, definitely interested in that. But So, yeah, the can looks like all of the cans in the series, except for the brewery and the beer name have been changed. Yeah. And this is our first pilsner i believe yep i can't what was the, the last one what was the last pilsner we, uh oh the um, no not well, the other two styles that yeah we so we had a no. the pale ale uh and a blonde i believe oh yeah and i believe so we I have we can... what we have two ipas coming up um i know the next one's an ipa yeah i can't i don't know what the other one is yeah i thought i heard it was otherwise but oh so yeah, just the uh, the Grand Junction logo and a uh, silver can with the the uh, you know the regular sticker. I'm sniffing my beer. I'm taking a look at the color myself. Oh yeah, me too. That too. That's all I can do. Oh, I want to say it so bad. 
<laughs> I want to see. I was all the way down in number one. Yeah, at least on the camera yeah. side. In, in both of yours, it looks. I'm like looking it. straight out the window with mine, so yeah, it, it's very pale. I'm putting it up against a harsh light on purpose to get it darker, but I think it's number two, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Kirk's uniform. That's a Kirk shirt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Kirk shirt. Kirk shirt. Uh, back to the smell. It smells like a pilsner, but a hoppier pilsner. Right. You can definitely t- like smell the hops in this. Yeah. It's definitely Just let it touch my lips. It's definitely like hoppier, I'll be honest. Yeah, when it says 18 IBUs, uh, you wouldn't expect there to be a, as much of a hoppy bitterness to it, but it's not bad. Right. It's just surprising. Did you guys say all the check-ins on Untapped yet? No, we have not. No, believing that to you. Okay. Uh, out of 41 check-ins, because this is, I'm assuming, very new, uh, it has a 3.62 average out of 41, and only one friend has checked in, and Dustin knows her well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of her work. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I have any friends either. Yeah. I got Wayne Horn, and he gave it a 4.5, but he didn't say anything. Yeah, not a lot of people are saying much. Crisp, clean lager, good summer beer. That was from Rich L. Very solid Pilsner, according to the Big L. Uh, might it doesn't as, seem to be. Yeah, might as, sorry. I was going to say, might as well say the mutuals that we have. Um, my wife checked it in. She gave it a 325, and that's understandable because she does not like hoppy things. IPAs are bitter things, yeah. So, the, you know, it's like, uh, yep, this is... Uh, Pretty bitter. Scott I've w. seen a lot of low threes. Yeah, this guy, Scott W. says, great cause, not so great beer. Gave it a 2.75. He was not a fan. Not a lot of people are ranking it pretty high. Well, that's good because right. like we've we've come into like the understanding that some of these beers are getting rated for the cause instead of the quality of the beer. Uh, that's what I noticed. Uh, the Big L says, very solid Pilsner. Gave it a four. So it's a good. I mean, it's it sucks that the the community thinks that this beer isn't that good, uh, but it does look very uh, split. This person said essential beer for essential employees. Oh, he I guess for a essential employee, he's the essential employee. So he gave it a four. Uh, so you you still Scotty says uh, warm and shaken up like drinking in a park should be. And gave it a four. So even if warm and shaken up, he still enjoyed it <laughs> quite a bit. I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> warm beer, shaken was... up. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, like had it in his pocket when he was walking to the park, and then it got warm and shaken up, but then he drank it. Maybe, yeah, maybe he put the six pack in his backpack, and he he biked. <laughs> yeah. And he, he like as he was on his way, he like tripped on something and fell off his bike and rolled around on the ground <laughs> and picked up his backpack and like dusted the dirt off of it and got back up on his bike and he's like, Oh man, I got a busted wheel, so he had to carry the bike on his shoulder and at that point it took him a while to get to the park and of course shaken up. So I, I feel you, Scotty. It happens. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Did you get this at Grand Junction? Just curious. Yeah, I did. I uh online ordered it. It was in the heart of the um, COVID stay-at-home orders, uh, but it was also in the heart of us going around to breweries and pre-ordering stuff and picking things up. Yeah. Um, 
Allison's check-in was May 4th, but I believe that I ordered it for the uh, April 30th release day. I believe that's when it was. Um, April 30th. Okay, so I got it on the... I think I picked it up on Friday the 1st. So I pre-ordered it Thursday the 30th, and then there was like a delay for them to get them out the door, and so they were like, yeah, yeah, just come back tomorrow and pick it up. So I got it May 1st. So it's about a month and a half from us drinking it from when I got it. But I don't think it deteriorated the taste. If anything, I would say it improved it based on the chicken scores I'm seeing because I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I already knew that I was going to enjoy it more than my wife did. Yeah, I I can I can pretty much say that I I know what I'm going to check this in at. So I'm wavering. I'll just tell you where I'm sitting. Okay, and then you can decide, and then I'll copy whatever you do. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> or I'll just. <laughs> I'll waiver with you, and then we'll decide together. Okay. Um, so I'm between a 3.75 and a 4. Um, I don't know. I think it's really good. The thing that's keeping it not a 4 is because it doesn't really taste so much like a Pilsner. So uh, yeah. like based on that fact, it's knocking it down. But I think it tastes good enough to be a Pilsner if you disregard that it's a Pilsner. Right. Understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have it up like... On my phone, you won't be able to see it, but I had I it. It's the white screen, right? Oh, I, I figured that's why. You know, uh, I had it marked at a three seventy five, and I haven't pressed anything yet. Um, this tastes like a a watered down IPA or a watered down yeah. pale ale, but not in the bad way. Just like the the light flavor of a pilsner, uh, like an American style pilsner, just with a lot of hops, and so it's it's very confusing. Like, what am I drinking? Am I tr- am I drinking a pilsner, or am I drinking an IPA? Like, is it better than the regular pilsner, or is it a terrible IPA? So we're like in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but I will say, both of us mowed our grass today. Yeah, and this is the perfect beer to drink after doing that. Absolutely, is I should like, be in like four and a half percent. Yeah, I kind of just want to like go back out there and mow it again. <laughs> it's powering me up. Yeah, I'm I'm getting jazzed up again. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna set my photo and press to send. But while we're doing that, Keith has his own beer. Uh, so I ended up with a four. Just to oh, did you? Okay, that's that's what I stopped. I, just because uh, I like the flavor and I like that it's uh, uh, good cause. Good flavor, good cause. Good. Will. <laughs> uh, my beer that I have, while well, you guys are wrapping up there, I have a beer from Summit City Brewers called Ballistic, and it is a Belgian pale ale. However, if you look at the top of Untapped, it calls it a Belgian blonde. And I'm pretty sure blonde's different than a pale ale, but I, I don't know what to say because they both say the same thing on the same screen, so... I'm going to go more with a Belgian blonde because I'm not picking up a whole lot of pale ale. But it comes in at 6.5% ABV, and there is nothing else really that goes with that beer. There's no description besides the Belgian pale ale part. I'm going to try to pull up my camera here so you guys can see. It may be delayed, but... We'll at least get an image of it. Get an image. Just point the camera at the beer and not include your mouth <laughs> so we don't get distracted by the... Good, being good so idea. far off. While this is loading, I will say I drove by Grand Junction yesterday and thought about stopping, 
but the parking lot was packed. Yeah, when I went to Brewlink to get the other beer, it it was like loud in there. It was every, like it was full, but it was like spaced out so every other table was full, but it was at capacity for what they're allowed to do. I was like, this is making me nervous being in here. Oh wow, you it looks outside of it being in a <laughs> wine glass, it looks like you're drinking wine. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it does. This is the old tulip glass I had. Right, yeah. No, I just say that because there's like no bubbles or anything. Like it's yeah. very calm. Um, it's, I was putting that in my description while you guys were talking. It does not have much carbonation, unfortunately, because um, it's still from one of these cans I had in the back of my fridge. Mm. Um, so it lost its carbonation over time. That makes sense. But really like their little cans that came out, just purple cans with their little label they put on. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, I like that they do that. Like they don't do distribution or anything, but that you can go in and get crowler. They're not really crowlers because they're 16 ounce, but I guess what else do you call them at that point? Yeah. So I'm thinking for color on mine, it's darker than what you guys had. Yeah, it looked pretty orange. Probably more up to a Star Fox, I was thinking, or even a Tails Tail. I'm going to turn my camera off. It's already laggy. (laughs) <laughs> we can play the game of guess what the IBUs are if you taste it if you want it's true <laughs> oh I've had quite a bit of this already it definitely has the notes it's a true Belgian for sure it's got the banana the clove you know mm-hmm. that usual flavor mm-hmm. that did not dissipate but there's just hardly any carbonation at all which just it's almost like drinking juice, or as you said, wine. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. The the flavor's still good, though. Um, so it's definitely a blonde, because I'm not picking up any elements of hops or anything. It's definitely just more malty than anything else. So it's not terrible. I'd like to try it with a little bit more carbonation, but... Yeah, it looks like it'd be smooth. Very smooth. So IBUs, like, what are you guessing? I'm, I'm guessing... As I was drinking, it's pretty light. So I'm going to go about 20. 20. So again, the chess 20. I think we had this a couple weeks ago. Uh, number of illegal starting moves in the game of chess. Uh, on untapped, there are 117 check ins. The average is 4.43. I am very confused by this check in by VH. Uh, overly flowery. <laughs> Like I'm drinking a flower garden, Belgian sweetness, and he gave it a two and a half. I'm very confused because Belgian sweetness is a good thing, I thought. So I don't know what he's what he's wants. What you, I would expect. <laughs> right. Uh, I got was... a friend named the Duke that checked it in. Oh, that's right. He did. I did. I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a year ago, so I right. don't expect you to remember it. It's probably the night that me and Keith are hanging out. Yeah. Or one of those nights. It's probably where I got Allison. No. <laughs> no, you had it that long. That's why. <laughs> oh, she did. She also had it that day. Uh, she gave it a 275. Am I reading that right? She yeah. gave it a 275? Yeah. Yeah, she did not enjoy it. Oh, I gave it a 375. You enjoyed it one kept more than she did yeah maybe the the belgian sweetness wasn't 
a thing. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. those 20 IBUs Keith made up? Possibly. True. I, sh- I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went ahead and I gave it a 375 as well. Um, I w- wished it was a little bit more carbonated. So I did take that into consideration. But overall, the, the flavor, I think, is really good. I enjoy Belgium's. Mm-hmm. A lot, I like that flavor, and that didn't. Yeah, it's not something you see a lot in Indiana. Like Tax Man's the only one I feel like that really does them a lot. All right. Well, as we teased in the beginning, we're going to jump back over to the uh, Marvel rankings. We have the top fifteen to go. Uh, if you want to recap as to what those are, we have a spreadsheet that we've uh, like posted rankings of. Uh, but we're we've only posted the uh, the back end uh, part of it, so you can just check to see what's there, and then kind of guess as to what we think are going to be the top uh, fifteen. So uh, you could also listen to our original ranking, whatever episode number that was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they didn't they didn't uh, stray too far from that. But of course, true. we added the other films that were not available uh, when we've recorded it the first time. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to cut over to that. Uh, so, see you on the flip side. Pew, pew, pew. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting mad. (laughs) <laughs> or you broke this rough. list <laughs> you broke it the last time and you broke it again this time <laughs> you need to, we need to cut you off from the beer <laughs> no I need <laughs> another one I'm out oh my God. <laughs> uh, number 12 is Spider-Man Homecoming 11 is Spider-Man Far From Home so we'll just knock those both out real quick very close Yeah, Tom Holland and both- is fantastic the average is pretty close to an 80 and an 80 point. The, the difference is the villain between the two. I don't like Crane or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Vulture. Name? Vulture. I don't like Vulture, Vulture. more than Mysterio, Dr. Mysterio, or Mysterio, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the supporting cast between, I just, I don't it's like. the same. It is, and I don't like it. The only difference for me between the two is the the quality of the actor uh, or the villain, right? Tom Holland is fun. Everyone else is kind of meh. The movies, I even rated those movies a little bit higher if I pull up how I felt about the movies. So the, the main is good. The villain is a little bit higher. Everything else is the same. So that's, that's what you're going to get. So you think... Michael or Jake Gyllenhaal is better than Michael Michael Keaton. The actors or the villain, like the the, the, the character. The actor Michael Keaton, hundred percent. 
Michael Keaton is a better actor than fucking Tom Holland. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the character and the character development, Mysterio is better than it the problem is or the thing you have to really think about is you have to de- build this whole Spider-Man world and also introduce Michael in the second one, it's all the same shit, and now Jake Gyllenhaal, a bigger story. Yeah. So, but of I course, f- I Jake like, Gyllenhaal is going to be better. Yes. I feel like the Vulture is kind of a conglomerate of the bullshit that the, the Marvel films have provided, and he's just sapping life out of the destruction and so that fits with the Vulture personality, but that's not the Vulture from the comics at all. And that's my problem. Like and- I said, you have to forget the comics. Right. Yeah. I will say for out of the two movies, Far From Home, see them ranking, I was not really a fan of that. I figured that movie out almost like five minutes into it, and I just wanted it to end because there was no suspense. I'm like, I knew Jake Gyllenhaal was bad. I knew yeah, all this yeah, was going on. If you on. know anything, and it's you just know like he's going to be in the bag. Wasn't that fun to me? Right. Well, as the, much as the first one was, but the problem is if you know the cartoon or you know the comics. Sorry, forget the comics. You know that this hero is bad. You're like, well, he's signing off the 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 glasses to him. You're making a mistake. Yeah, yeah, the whole time watching, I'm like, am I supposed to think he's a good guy? They don't yeah. do a very good job of hiding that he's a bad guy. And anybody that knows, knows he's a bad guy. Also, and we, you would did, think- we did not get to do our Spider-Man <laughs> episode. episode. So the first time uh, talking about it. We never did. Here it is. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> oh, no. How do you not know? As a fan of the Marvel Universe, that Mysterio is not a good guy. So you, the fact how that do the he, glasses not know when yeah. the, he puts them on? Yeah, like oh, this guy used to work for Doctor Star or Mister Stark. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he, this is not who he says he is. <laughs> and why do they downplay the fact that he's not a powerful person? They made yeah. him a fake. Yeah, that's that's the same thing. Mandalorian. (laughs) Mandalorian. I know, but he's not the real Mandalorian. If you saw the the after credits scene, (laughs) I can't even right now because Mysterio is so powerful, and Jake Gyllenhaal is like, I jerked off into a control panel at one point, and I made magic. Fuck, man. He pulled yeah. the rabbit a rabbit out of his head. A giant fire monster, and I don't know if they could... But it's like, wait, how was that an illusion and he couldn't feel the heat throughout the entire battle? I'm like... Oh, my gosh. That, that bothered me, too. And Spider-Man like, puts on the glasses, he would be able to see what's real and not. Exactly. He wouldn't see, like, all the actors in the background. <laughs> now, the science behind it is just a mess. I, I was not... <laughs> how, do you, how do you not run into, like, the drones, like, beforehand or whatever? <laughs> You can hear them. (laughs) How do they become invisible? Like the whole movie, and then at the end, they're like, all these fucking drones drones were here the whole time. And we just kind of like went right through them. He swings in to kick the monster, and he just goes through them. Oh, you must have just dodged me. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. He must have just, like, I don't know, just missed it by, like, this much. By this much. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Ant-Man is better than this. <laughs> Thank you. Did I rate it better? Yeah. Absolutely. No. no, I didn't. No, I absolutely did not. It's because it, Tom Holland's a better actor than Paul I don't know if that's true. Tom Holland just does his Tom Holland thing all the time. And Paul Rudd does his Paul Rudd thing all the time. Just- yeah, but Tom Holland is a little bitchy boy in Spies in Disguise. <laughs> it's not as good as Paul Rudd in anything ever. Paul Rudd's funny. Tom Holland's not. Moving on. <laughs> Next film. Number uh, 10. Number 10 is Dust's favorite, Captain America. Thank you very much. 81.75. <laughs> you is my favorite. How are we going to get a random I don't so, like Red Skull. So, yeah, Red Skull. <laughs> absolutely. Red Skull is not very good. Absolutely. Not, so, yeah. the algorithm between all of this, I have a spreadsheet of my algorithm, if I can find it, because I'm <laughs> three shades. Uh, I have main, the quality of the main, quality of the villain, quality of the supporting, the plot, and my overall opinion. And then my total amount is the sum of all of those times four plus ten. Okay? So, <laughs> I, ha- I had to add something to normalize it. I had to normalize it because I didn't have anything in the in the 90s. So for the quality of the mains, I had a five, four through two, one, where I had Chris Hemsworth, Edwards, RDJ, and ScarJo as fives. I had Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Tom Holland, Chadwick Bosman, Cucumber Bunny Snatch, and Jeremy Renner as four. Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, Evil Angel, blah, 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 Lily, uh, and Brie Larson as three, and Edward Norton, who's a fucking idiot, as two. <laughs> What movie is uh, Hawkeye a main? He's not. But I was I, I was in the middle because my third category is supporting. And I was kind of thinking um, that we could put Hawkeye in as – and that I didn't end up finishing this list. But the main category that we need to focus on is my number fives, which is Hemsworth, Evans, uh, RDJ, and ScarJo. Uh, and then the quality of the villains, if we're looking at it, right? If we take a look at, uh, fucking, I don't know where we are. We are at <laughs> Captain America. The Red School is like a two! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it right. Like, he yeah, was Yeah, they messed right. up. But, like, the, the first Avenger was great because it was an introduction to my favorite character, and I watched that movie four times. The mo- the time that it came out, I saw it in theaters, and when I got the DVD, I watched it a million times. But the Red Skull, a little bit better. Going forward, the only villain that they did right was the Winter Soldier. The Civil War, the villain was supposed to be Iron Man, but really they tried to make it the Baron. And the Baron is supposed to be its own little enemy in another film. <laughs> the Baron did right. It's a five. It's a five. But in Captain America, the Civil War, 
Iron Man's supposed to be something. Why would you combine two story arcs? You put them together and fucking ruin everything. Because Baron Zima is a five total, and that would have been number one on my list. But here we are with the monkey playing the let's play a song for the bonds of the bear bonds game. <laughs> what? So I watched this movie recently and it's amazing. The, I know, right. It, I love it. But mm-hmm. Chris Evans on that little tiny body makes my st- and I can't watch those. things. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the first half of the movie. Yeah. It makes me sick. It, it makes me sick too. <laughs> I'm like, how can anybody be that like scrawny? <laughs> Have that voice, you know? Like, it didn't even change his voice. This was odd. You know what? I really, I think it would be a better film if they did. If they changed his voice, made yeah. it a little more like yeah. squeaky. Yeah. Hey guys, have, have a different actor or something. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It does, the technology doesn't hold up because it just looks like a cartoon head on this bobble. Bobblehead. Right, yeah. He looks ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Stop it, showing me this thing. It is definitely not the Princess Leia of uh, Rogue One. Yeah. But, I mean, as a whole, the Christopher Evans uh, 5, obviously, as I pointed out, the enemy is like very basic. Uh, the film was, as a whole, followed what we needed. And the supporting cast was fun. Haley Atwell is fucking gorgeous. Uh, everyone else, whatever. There's that go- Game of Thrones artist or actor or whatever. Whatever her name is. Uh, Who is that? Dormer, Natalie Nerd Dormer. Uh, oh, yeah, Natalie Dormer, yeah. Pokies uh, so, in it, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Jones. But so what's the times four and the plus ten at the end of the algorithm for? Okay, so the, <laughs> what does that do? There's uh, <laughs> all right. So there's if we're if we're trying to normalize, there's five categories out of five that'll only get you. Or sorry, there's. All right, so there's four categories out of five. So if you multiply it by four, it'll get you up to 100. Okay. And the plus 10 (laughs) was a normalizer, right, to kind of shift the numbers. Keith would know a little bit more about this if he had to fudge his fucking numbers for school like I did. Yep. Yeah. So if if you're familiar with the bell curve, you end up with a certain height right here. And for a passing grade, so that your students or your parents or your students don't get too fucked, you gotta move it a little bit this way, a little bit. <laughs> so in order for me to get up to a hundred without going over, I had a certain number. So that's what I added the plus ten for. Uh, okay. More of a like a normal IQ oh. number. So like Endgame was my my the highest right. So no, with, without you can't say that yeah, I'm not saying anything without going. <laughs> you spoiled it. You just ruined it. I said for me. I didn't say for you guys. For me. So without going over a hundred, you ruined it. So without going over a hundred, I added a plus ten because if I'd gone any more for that film, it would have gone over a hundred. That's why the plus ten is there. So n- number nine on. <laughs> 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I could use some 80, volume. 82.25. <laughs> Dustin hated this movie. I did. I rate these movies high because they're my they're my Captain America, the Guardians movies. The Guardians is I enjoy a lot. Guardians two, not so much. I don't uh, think it's as good as the first, but there's right. still like that good emotional scene with Yondu, and there, there's a lot there that's definitely mm-hmm. puts it in the nineties. Uh, I don't know if you know, but you probably know. I don't know if the audience knows. Chris Pratt is. Of everyone here is my favorite actor. Um, Chris Evans has like a really close edge, but uh, I don't know if I like the god as a byproduct or a father figure storyline as much. Kurt Douglas is okay as an actor; he's phenomenal. But this film, but uh, Kurt Russell, how do you like Kurt Russell? Oh, Kurt Russell is. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, what? I'm thinking of the Ant-Mans, okay? (laughs) Michael Douglas' father is the Kurt Douglas. The the Kurt Russell. I liked him in L.A., whatever. Escape Uh, from L.A.? (laughs) That one. I I don't know. I really, I am a fan. Guardians is, in my opinion, the most rewatchable film that they have. But, I mean, as my whole criterion just doesn't follow because I don't, I don't like the main villain. Yeah. Uh, I thought Ego was good. I liked him. And I like the supporting cast. Everybody there is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fun movies. It, the, the problem with this is if I would have rated him like you guys, he would have jumped up seven spots. <laughs> <laughs> feel like i have all the power here you do you really <laughs> have uh yeah change this list i did i did why do you think kept like the three captain america movies were so ranked so high on our first rank i don't know yeah i don't know uh moving on we spent more i think on the less than top 10 than we are <laughs> i know we're not even gonna one. get to the top 10 that's gonna have to be next I have a, like a main problem with those not so top tens. Civil yeah. War, really good. Not yep. the best. Number counter. eight is Civil War, eighty six uh, average. I just want to know, let everyone know I hit eighty six exactly right. You did. You got that right yep. on the button. Because fuck RDJ, I don't like him. <laughs> you don't like Robert Downey Jr. No, I think this could have been broken up into two films: the Civil it's, War yeah. and the conflict with Baron Zemo. I like aspects of this movie, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, right. It they really kind of expected it to go like Ragnarok, where they combined mm-hmm. two heroes. And get a a solid film out of it. Like, the Ragnarok, as it is, could have sufficed as what we expected it to be. And also sufficed as a Planet Hulk. Both would have been highly rated. But they can't do 
Hulk movies, so they just have to shove right. that in wherever they can get it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so next on the list is number seven, the f- uh, first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. 89.5 per, uh, average between the four of us. Which I think this is a damn near perfect version mm-hmm. of this, what this movie could be. It brings all these characters together in like a really awesome way that uh, we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But then the following Avengers movies kind of just blow it out of the water by introducing 90 more characters and meshing yeah. them together so well. The rewatch value on this original movie, the original Avengers, is pretty high. It's been yeah. on TV several times and right. just, you know, the, the end battle scene and everything, just kind of bringing everything together. It's just, it's, it's power. Well, it's the first time. Yeah, that you would pull all of the main actors in all these different films and put them into one thing, and you have such a build up, right? And so this one is way better than Age of Ultron, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you have a purpose. Everything's built up, and it succeeds at bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and your main villain is who's super high on my list, and that's yeah. Tom Hiddleston, or the the whatever the Kari, I guess uh, I don't know the the aliens race. But the main thing is it's from Thanos to Loki to the the aliens or whatever. There's just like 30 minutes in the middle of this movie or in that ship that goes on too long. That's like the only issue I have with me. <laughs> There's a lot of them just talking and arguing in that ship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this movie does not include the downfalls of Iron Man, but kind of contributes to the downfall of how bad the rest of the Iron Man movies yeah. are. Yeah. So next on this list. Dustin already mentioned number six, Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. which is in the 90s, 91.25. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best Thor film. Definitely. Yep. No question there. And even, it's very rewatchable. It's so fun. Yeah. Even if I change my rating to kind of no, even more normalize, it's not going to move up that much. But it, it, it's, it, yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. It really went out of the realm of what a typical Marvel movie, besides Guardians, I think it took more from that than it did anything else. It's just fun, good characters, funny characters that were introduced. Just a fun universe. It it really never took itself seriously, I don't think, Mm -hmm. the entire time. When there was a serious moment, it was broken up by something hilarious. And Tega, Watiti, fantastic. If you guys, mm-hmm. I know this is not a Marvel movie. If you guys have not seen Jojo Rabbit, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> fucking watch it. It's so good. It, 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 that's it. It's so good. Yeah, I thought the villain was really good, actually. Uh, Hella, I thought she was great. I mean, you really had a discussion. Who was the true villain here? Was it Hella? Mm-hmm. Was it Sultor? Was it Thor himself? 
Was it Jeff Goldblum? Was Ooh. it Jeff Goldblum? Wow. You got a point there. You got a point. <laughs> I love Jeff. And, and so, Kate uh, Blanchett, I give her about a seven. Jeff Goldblum, I give him about an eight. He's and, always a ten. Well, I mean, as, in this role, he's a ten. <laughs> but as a villain, give about an eight. Because I didn't really view him as a villain. But if you were to take it apart and look at it... Uh, she helped him discover who he is without the hammer. You know, that's that's the part of the film that I rewatched the most. That's true. Oh, brother, I'm the goddess of You're- death. What are you again? And then the he- God of hammers. God of hammers. <laughs> that's the part I rewatch. The immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, accompanied by the most. The most badass scene in all of the Marvel themes. Rewatching Thor The Dark World, I was so much waiting for that song to, to pop on when right, he, like, yeah. in that final battle. So I just started singing it to myself. Yeah, so in in 6, that is the best Marvel scene that, I don't know, what, 30 seconds a minute? song and battle and everything I think that one's the best right you would have like good. who would who would disagree yeah I mean the 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 event the infinity war had a pretty good one right the uh, the end game where yeah. the all, every character is in there They're like mm-hmm. smashing up again so then we put him at third <laughs> if we yeah. if we argue with whatever the rest of the criteria is I so you know it's still a good argument. So the top five, top six, you know, it's really tough. What about the Avenger? Where Cap's the first Avenger movie where Cap's like giving orders in that final battle? That's pretty good. Yeah, that was good. That's a uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. It will rank our favorite Marvel. I think. I think the the the, the the Iron Man cave scene is better than that one, hmm. where he's finally leaving the cave with his whatever iron suit that he made, and his buddy the Doctor runs out with the the machine gun and stalls, and he runs out, and you have ACDC playing in the background. I think that's better than anything Iron Man, or uh, sorry, Captain America produced. But what what are we arguing here? I don't know. Let's move on. Good, <laughs> Good point. Perfect. <laughs> move on. Speaking of Captain... Number six. The best fucking Captain America film ever made. Winter Soldier 92.25. This is the best story plus best comic Captain America ever made. This, yeah. Damn near perfect movie. If if we're just ranking Captain America films, this would be number one. (laughs) Yeah. From my standpoint, I don't remember anything about this movie. Oh, it's so good. You, you need to watch it again because you're yeah. missing out. So I know much. I know that it introduced Bucky and he went out of his way to get him. That's pretty much all I remember. This is where Hydra takes over S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, Cap's on the run the whole movie. 
This yeah. is a lot of the the character development for the the Black Widow in in our eyes. We don't know anything about her. This is you know pulling from what we know to what we should know. This is mm-hmm. Bucky. This is uh, Falcon. This is just oh, yeah. Falcon's introduced in this one. Every everything like this is the movie. In, in the Captain America franchise. If they made a one, two, and three, this should have been three. <laughs> Civil War this shouldn't have been should a Captain have been America one, movie. Two, and three. They should have just released this movie three times. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Captain, the Captain America Civil War is not a Captain America movie. It is a, an Avengers yeah. movie. And then, therefore, we have two... Captain America movies, <laughs> which is the first Avenger and the Winter Soldier, and that means the Winter Soldier is the all-time best Captain America. <laughs> Plain and simple. And Civil War would have been second of the Avenger movies. No, probably fourth. I, oh, if any War, Endgame, third. and Original Avengers are better in Civil, War. I don't, I don't know, but I don't know. That's not look the at the discussion. list. Just look at it. It says I it right there. According to the <laughs> list, isn't that yeah. what we're basing this on? This is this is the official rank. This is the this is the list. Pale, do you have anything to say about this movie? Because I think you rated it the lowest. He doesn't like Captain America. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking back at my my rankings from my spreadsheet and. I just I think it comes down to is you guys just hold this a little bit higher than I do as far as a Captain America movie and like what it does for the, the MCU and how much it like changes and introduces and and I just didn't really like rate it based off of that like like everything that it like kind of introduces. But um, all those but- movies are about Captain America. I just think it's a good like, damn movie. I mean, it is. I mean, like, like I gave it an eighty-four. That's pretty good. Is that I mean, 90, yeah. I don't. I just think maybe like the. I don't know. I just maybe I was missing something. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm right there with you guys. I think. Yeah, I think it's a really freaking good movie. Number four is my highest-rated movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's got a ninety-two point seven five. Yeah, personal opinion, I think this is number one. Is what? Number one. Number one. Uh, But because of how I tried to incorporate all 23 films with an inaccurate, you know, scaling. (laughs) But I, I love Chris Pratt. Like I said, he's my favorite. He's my favorite guy. He's like the reason why I work out. So the reason why you work out? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so you he cut inspired. Off. We missed that part. <laughs> he inspired you. He is. He is mm-hmm. my man crush. If if we can have man and woman crush, he is my man crush. Yeah. You don't have to separate them. You can just say he's your crush. <laughs> oh no, I have a woman crush. I'll tell you fucking what. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. But he's a close second. Uh, number three 
is Black Panther with a 93.75. And it's also tied with number two, which is Infinity War. Uh, when I look at this one, it, it was really hard for me to uh, break ties with my scaling system. But You're the one that's, yeah, because you gave them both a 94. You're the one that's, yeah. you're the reason this is tied. I know, it, it really is. <laughs> uh, I think that the, the fact that the Infinity War had more actors in it kind of boosted that score a little bit. But I will watch Black Panther more than I will watch Infinity War. I think Black Panther's a better movie. It is. It really is. And Because Infinity War is kind of only half a movie. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, yeah, it's kind of incomplete because it's only half the story. That's kind of my thinking. It's, it's you know, like Infinity War and Endgame together. But as my spreadsheet and the analytics would go, <laughs> it didn't work that way. But I do enjoy Black Panther a lot. And my favorite villain comes from Black Panther. Michael B. Jordan, five. Shouldn't Infinity War and Endgame... Shouldn't it what? For you, shouldn't Infinity War and Endgame... Like, aren't they the same exact cast and villain story and everything? Isn't everything the same? Yeah, but the personal opinion... At the oh, end. oh, I didn't. You didn't specify <laughs> that's that a was, factor. No, 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 it was. It was because yeah. I I, li- I listed it as the last thing. Uh, according to my thing was main villain supporting plot and overall opinion. Oh, overall. Yeah. The Infinity War was a setup. The end game was a conclusion. That's more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Endgame would have ranked high was for me because it has time travel in it. Yep. <laughs> I think Black Panther was a better film than the Infinity So can World. we say Black Panther's number two? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, did, I didn't one. set up tiebreakers, and I wish I would have. Because Black Panther is a way better movie than the Infinity War. And it's arguably a better movie than the Endgame. It's like a good film where these are movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, it has like a th- thing to say about what's happening in culture. and Right. And if I were to be honest, the top six, top seven, would be films that I would recommend. Yeah. I think... Yeah, these top six are my top six. I don't know if exactly that order, but definitely those are my top six. I, w- I would agree. Potentially number seven, if we can argue the Civil War versus Avengers. <laughs> but Avengers, Ragnarok, uh, Winter Soldier, Guardians, Black Panther, and then combine the last two. I yeah. Say top five right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because initially it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we would have easily just have said, yeah, there's a four. The, the Infinity yeah. War is a mm-hmm. one movie. And it would have been number one, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> but Black Panther is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I think that does it for this. We'll have to. Yeah. 
If you guys publish have a, this list, them. yeah, we should. You guys, you guys work on it. If you, you guys, work. you you guys, as in the audience. If you guys have a top five that is better, or you think is better than what we have produced, feel free to send it to us. To feel free to post it on the Twitter, or the Facebook, or the Instagram, and add us and tell us your reasons. Uh, if there's anything that's different than your top, we would love to know why you guys think that those are better. You know what's interesting? I just reorganized this, including Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, into our... Look at what the top five is. Black oh, Panther, Endgame, oh Guardians, Ragnarok, and I, the original Iron Wow. That's a good movie, but I don't know if that's top five. But yeah. Black Panther number one. I like that. That's basically what I was trying to say. Yeah, I think the critics really didn't care much for an Infinity War because it was not complete. There was yeah. no conclusion. And like the Marvel fans understand, like this is just a part one of a much bigger story. And that movie was talked about for like a full year straight, like speculation and just like Easter eggs that people were finding. So yeah, I think that adds into the enjoyment. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that will do it for us here. Individual studios. Yeah. The individual last studios. comment. Uh, Captain America forever. Captain America forever. <laughs> Captain America <laughs> is an old ass man. He is. <laughs> he's a creepy skinny man when he's skinny oh when he's skinny yeah. when he's skinny yeah he's not creepy anymore but he was All creepy right. <laughs> until uh, next time drink up drink up drink up, drink up. up. <laughs> we're so good at this <laughs> we're, we're nailing it getting so good I mean, we have to act like we've done this before, and we're nailing it. <laughs> Nailed it.